To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. Almost like it never existed, but it fucking did. So do me a favor. Go f*** yourself. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, and if you want, you don't have to right now. Actually, well, okay, if you want to, actually, screw the donate section. Just go straight to the Weeble app, okay? I, I don't, look, I don't need your money. You need your money, okay? It was estimated by some random federal group that pretty much, you know, the vast majority of people are going to run out of money by October, whatever that means. So do yourselves a favor. Just go use the Weeble app, okay? If you sign up, you basically just fund your account a little bit, a little bit, and you'll get free stocks. And then you can sell those free stocks, and you can turn that money and put it in the cash management system, which you can take out at any time. You can invest with it, all kinds of stuff. I cannot tell you how fluid this program is, how basically uh, there's no contracts or anything like that. You just have to obey the stock market laws. Um, it's excellent. So basically use the affiliate link in the description down below. Once you fund your account, after they verify you, you'll get free stocks. And then if you want to c- continue to hold those stocks and see if they accrue any additional value, you can. Or you can sell them and you get a plenty of free stocks, a really good amount. You can sell them and you can buy anything else you want. And they have a cash management system. Basically, if your money just sits there not doing anything, it goes into like basically a savings account. And that savings account will help you accrue interest. Right now, I'm accruing 5% on the money, unused cash, just sitting there, okay? I know inflation is very high and it's ever accelerating. This can help you at least to some degree tread water, all right? There's even though Americans are, quote, living paycheck to paycheck, it's what you do with every little bit of that paycheck that counts and you have to start somewhere. It doesn't take days, it doesn't take weeks, it takes months and years for you to accrue serious wealth. Okay, your last name isn't Paul, so go ahead and start now. That way it'll pay for you later. What do I get out of it? Simply by you signing up using the affiliate link down below, I get free stocks as well by you signing up. Okay, you don't just have to throw me your money and expect, I hope I do something well with it, which I do. I use it to basically uh, expand the spare parts empire that I have here, but you get something out of it as well, as well as I do. So. That's the way you should be reporting this, uh, supporting this platform and all things PS. Um, questions, concerns, or comments, you can hit me up on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. Of course, email me directly, positive sarcasm at outlook.com. And of course, you can hit me up a contact section on my page. If you are looking for posing music, you're looking for a cut of music because you're getting into a competitive fitness, you have a show coming up and you need some help, uh, I'm always happy to help. Um, questions, concerns, rates about this topic you can go ahead and email me uh i've done cuts for people all over the world all right um so anyways moving on uh, i did want to talk quickly about what's going on in great britain and then i wanted to go ahead and move forward with some q and a um i wouldn't am i a conspiracy theorist i don't i have no idea i can just tell you what i see and then what i think uh am i a tinfoil hatter i don't know i feel like i'm getting that way with everything that's been proven right so far about these, quote, kooks 
um, who just you know think about the, the the you know the gunmen on the grassy knoll. Turns out they're more right than wrong. The rebelliousness of people nowadays, though, I do happen, to, I do tend to applaud, uh, especially what's going on here. I have a couple of news reports from the one from the BBC and one from Breitbart. Now, I know Breitbart is not what you'd call like the most biased. I mean, it's not like the most centered source, but the um, the truth is in the article, and I'll basically read the articles, give you the basics of it, and then you know tell you how I think. So right now, obviously. Great Britain is surrounded by cameras. They have a fortress-like security system that monitors pretty much everything that's going on in the streets of London. They just do everything that goes on, and it's 24/7. It's how they, it's how they secure. Uh, it's their police force, and it helps with their police force and all that kinds of stuff. There's no guns allowed in the United Kingdom. There, uh, I don't even think knives are allowed in London, and the place is still. Uh, riddled with crime so the place is crawling with cameras not only are there security cameras to track people's movements there are speed cameras pretty much everywhere and i believe it was jeremy clarkson when he was on an episode of top gear basically they have these cameras on the highway that only turn on when there's a slight when there's weather when it's like about to rain or something like that the problem is it's england it's always fucking raining so the cameras with a little bit of a little bit of drizzle they automatically turn on and they monitor how fast you're going they take a picture uh they snap it and then you get a fine in the mail it's great it's fantastic very dystopian so you it's almost like you can't even really get away with anything there now they have um all these cameras um in place pretty much everywhere and now they have these like environmental cameras that they're they were about to go live with or at least still going live with i'd like to get more information on it but these things if you were in a certain uh, what was it the let's see the london area these these uh cameras that basically track like your gas usage basically by seeing okay he's driving his diesel car or his gas car or whatever and you drive and he, this camera sees you it taxes you for the amount of distance that you go so it's just like another little way of of pulling more money out of you in order to fund like some bigger bullshit agenda well the tables are i don't know if they're turning but it seems like there's a shake-up in that whole thing so there's obviously the bbc uh which has an article about it and then breitbart uh, has an article about it. So the first one is from Ulez. About 171 reports of vandalized cameras logged by Metropolitan Police in t- uh, two weeks. And this was on September 1st, so this was not too uh, long ago. Let's see. So the BBC previously revealed that more than 300 cameras have been vandalized between April and mid-August. So... The actual number of cameras is li- likely to be even higher as one, rep- one can report and represent a tax multiple. Okay, and moving on. London Mayor Sadiq Khan, who I'm not a fan of, uh, he has an ultra-low emission uh, zone expanded across all the capital's boroughs on 29th of August. The Metropolitan Police told the BBC to date, quote, Met investigations have led to the arrest of two individuals, one charged and bailed for trial to June 2024, and the other case discontinued by the CPS. 
It added that the force continues to monitor anti-ULEZ zones as we uh, do for all potential public order matters to consider if bespoke policing plans are required. MP for Sutton in Cheam and London Prime Minister London Minister Paul Scully has written to Mr. Khan urging him to remove the ULEZ camera in front of the Royal Marsden Hospital in Sutton, which has been targeted by vandals. He told Mr. Khan the camera was serving as a prominent lightning rod towards those who are willing to take the law into their own hands. He added that the location of the camera was aimed at intentionally catching motorists venturing a little quote venturing a little more than a hundred meters excuse me uh, a little more than a hundred meters into the boundary to visit loved ones receive treatment or intend their place of work quote vandalism will not stop you less the implementation of the expanded clean air zone has been controversial with some protests attracting two between two and three hundred people as of mid-august uh tfl has installed the 1,900 cameras in outer London. There are now more than 3,400 cameras across the ULEZ. ULEZ expand to include all the whole of London. Contest claims... Okay. A transport for London spokesperson said, criminal criminal damage to ULEZ cameras puts the perpetrators at risk of prosecution and life-changing injuries while simultaneously risking the safety of the public. Camera vandalism will not stop ULEZ operating London-wide. All vandalized cameras are replaced as soon as possible. Look at that. Unofficial data gathered by a group of people calling themselves Julie ULEZ Map, who are opposed to the expansion, shows that out of the 1,762 cameras in outer London, about 750 have been damaged or stolen. Data from the map suggests that across Greater London, almost one in four cameras are damaged or missing. Okay. Um... Just days before Khan's car, car crackdown goes live, one London area sees 90% of cameras destroyed. As many as 9 in 10 ultra-low emission zones cameras installed in London suburb of Sydenham and Sidcup have already been disabled uh, according to an online information sharing app. Ooh, which one is that? According to the Times... The group takes submissions from the public when they see ULA's cameras being installed, tracks locations on a viewable map, and record whether they are still functional or not. Oh, it's like rebel ways. Recent reports have noted that varying uh, ways disgruntled members of the public described as criminal and small minority of people by London government spokesperson, but who call themselves Blade Runners, have found to be have found to take out the cameras they object to. Among them are full-on theft of the cameras themselves, detach the power and data cables that feed into them from their street poles, cutting wires or less active acts of simple as pushing the camera upwards to point at the sky with a stick, or placing a sticker on the lens. One recent video taken by the member of the public of an anti-camera activist and actions uh, as patrons at a local pub smoke and drink and watch a man at work reported by London's local free sheet newspaper, the Evening Standard, shows him a shows him use a garden branch lopper to cut the cameras uh, cut the cameras cables, rendering them useless. Huh. Just chops the cable right off. Pretty straightforward. 
you just basically walk around any t- they they have a map anywhere they see uh ulez cameras on the map they just go over there and they just chop the things off they point them in an opposite direction they're doing whatever they t- can in direct contract in direct objection to the federal to the government over there um per times reports 185 cameras have been spotted in cdm sitcup 50, uh, 56 square mile area and 156 of them have already been taken out of action equivalent to 90 percent in other areas like bromley 80 percent of no cameras have been vandalized the group claims if all goes to plan Khan's plan to crack down on london traffic will go into force next tuesday the 20th of august while he defends the scheme as one to enhance the air quality in london critics say the rules which ban older cars and trucks from the street while imposing no fines on new vehicles has a pronounced effect on the less well-off and particularly blue-collar workers who rely on a truck to carry tools and materials nigel farage ally richard tice i don't know shit about london politics um i just don't know i just know i don't like the mayor and the governor i think they're fucking elitist global shitbags uh, leader of Reform UK said that the move will, uh, to push the ULEZ out of the very center of London all the way to its orbital ring road is an attack on ordinary working people going to work in their vehicles. It's an assault. It's an, a financial assault on people coming in to do decent days work to earn some cash to pay your bills. Quote, he's got no idea how big of an impact this will have on people's lives. And for those who say, I don't live near London, this doesn't affect me. Yes, it will be coming to a city near you, he added. Breitbart, London. Um, okay. Attacking U-list cameras can constitute criminal damage, and police are trying to catch those responsible, those thought responsible. Last week, they published a surveillance camera still of a man alleged to be in the act of damaging a camera. At the time of the statement, London's police force said they had recorded 288 crimes relating to U-list cameras. This includes approximately 185 reports of cables being damaged, 164 cameras being stolen, and 38 reports of cameras being obscured as of the beginning of that month. Calling the damage unacceptable acts of criminality, police ask any witnesses or those with information to come forward. While the mayor's office has tried to not talk about the vandalism, arguing to do so gives publicity to those attacking the cameras, a recent report has highlighted the cost of budgets to budgets of London's local governments as they race to keep up with the pace of the destruction. Looking at damage at all low-traffic neighborhood infrastructure, including cameras, non-visual traffic monitoring systems, and the road-blocking bollards, it was said earlier that this month that the council has spent £850,000 since 2020. Those who oppose low-traffic neighborhoods have been decreed as being conspiracy theorists by the establishment media. London's, ta- London's Time Out magazine, in a review of the controversy, noted, for instance, some conspiracy theorists claim that 15-minute cities would come in with a greater surveillance culture and that they would restrict people from moving between neighborhoods. There's little evidence to show that this would be the case. Mm, I don't buy it. So the government, basically the local government, trying to obtain more control uh, of the people's pocketbooks and their freedom of choice as sketchy on the government's part <clears throat> so what is the all right so the ulisk <coughs> so a 15 minute city what was it? so the theory behind a 15 minute city 15 minute 15 minute city theory let's see what they're talking about here um 
is a decentralized urban plan that aims to reduce carbon emissions by decreasing the use of cars and motorized commuting time. It involves creating localized neighborhoods in which residents can get everything they require within 15 minutes by walking, cycling, or on a public transport. However, the... Okay, I'll remove the part. Suggest that it's a Stalinist climate lockdown plot to confine people to ghettos and thus easier for global cabals to control. Well, it's fair enough. Um, Chase, calm down. Relax, buddy. Um, okay. You know what I find funny is like a lot of people who want to get out of like places like California, or, or they can't. Just I mean, it's almost too expensive just to leave. People are kind of stuck there in their own misery. It's really quite sad. So the what was I gonna? Oh, double check here. Um, it was what was I saw that 20 mile an hour zones, 20 mile an hour zones in Wales. They put up, I mean, apparently they like, they're putting up a shit ton of these 20 mile an hour zones. Introducing 20 minutes um, in Wales. It's fucking insane. So, Wales becomes, so they are so fucking obsessed with this shit in England. It's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Just, well, look, United States got a lot of problems. So, and I've I've talked about all, plenty of them. Okay, um, but this is the topic of the day. So Wales becomes the first nation to introduce default 20 mile 20 mile per hour speed limit in built up areas. Uh, the Welsh Parliament has passed a law bringing down the speed limit on all residential roads and busy streets to 20 miles per hour. Not everyone is pleased. Wales will introduce a default speed limit of 20 miles per hour in built-up areas over the next year in a bid to lower road collisions and noise pollution, as well as encourage people to walk or cycle. The Welsh Parliament voted on Tuesday to, bring, to back the plan, which will bring down the speed limit currently set at 30. The move makes Wales the first nation to make a 20 mile per hour default speed limit. On most roads, the new laws expect to come into force September 2023. Many towns and cities across the UK have already have 20 mile per hour in place. However, no country has imposed a default limit on roads nationwide. Scotland is set to introduce uh, similar driving laws in 2025. <clears throat> it would ultimately save 58 million, 58 million pounds of reduced emergency services and hospital emissions over the next 30 years. So it's all about safety, huh? All about safety. Eight pilot trials have already taken place across Wales, regarded as a success by the Welsh ministers. Of course. Don't don't speed by our $5 million houses. We know that 20 mile an hour zones reduce traffic speed uh, speed of traffic, reduce accidents, particularly accidents to children. We want to see that become the default position right across Wales. Uh, and they put up these crazy statistics, blah, blah, blah. Euro news next. Well, fucking... Residents in Buckley tell me that the WG's 20 mile an hour speed limit pilot has caused more pollution, accidents, and delays. The Sened will vet. Oh, wow. That's freaking crazy. Who's, who's this guy? I've just come from meeting with uh, residents in Buckley uh, in, here in North Wales uh, who have had a, a trial taking place there for speed limit throughout the whole town, moving from 30 miles per hour uh, down to 20 miles per hour. Now, residents there are really frustrated with this trial because they told me. That what they've seen is pollution increasing because of people idling and driving at 20 miles per hour through the town. What they've seen is more accidents and fundamentally what they're really frustrated with 
is everything's taking a whole lot longer, whether that's getting to work, whether it's trying to run your business, or whether it's um, trying to pick your kids up uh, from from school. Now, Welsh Government want to see 20 miles per hour in all of our towns and villages across Wales, and they're bringing that into the Senate on Tuesday for a vote. I think 20 miles per hour works really well outside schools, outside hospitals, outside these places where it's absolutely necessary, but not as a, a new speed limit in all our towns and villages here in Wales. Let me know what you think. Okay. Um, I think it's oppressive. I get what he's saying about there being more pollution with cars basically essentially closer to idling, just kind of rolling through town. Um, I don't, I don't like it. I really don't. Um, I, 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 I don't know how to respond to oppressive laws and ordinances like that, but other than simply to go against it, naturally go against it, and to disable the tools that are used in enforcing that, that ordinance or law. So these people that are trashing the cameras, pointing them in opposite directions, putting stickers over them, disabling them, breaking them, stealing them, because they think it's leading towards a more oppressive uh, lifestyle, where it essentially knows allows for no margin of error. Maybe you're late for something, or maybe you've got to move along. Whatever the fuck reason it is for you to be going faster than 20 miles per hour, whatever the fuck the reason is for you not wanting to go with an electric car, or get on your bicycle, or get or take public transportation, you want to get in your car that you worked hard for, and go about your day. It doesn't seem like you're going to be allowed to just go about your day. It seems like they just want a little bit more under the guise of safety or climate or whatever um, to take more of your freedoms away that maybe you never, maybe you thought you had and you're like, oh, nope, it's actually not in the paperwork. Sorry. It almost seems like right now that local governments are, or uh, governments in general are almost looking at their original constitutions the original Bill of Rights and just ignoring them, going directly against them, issuing national or, or public health emergencies in direct contradiction uh, of those bills, Bill of Rights. Like what happened in Lahaina, there's talk, Lahaina, Maui, like there's talks about the government taking control of the land that is owned by this the population of Lahane. And I thought that in the Bill of Rights that no person shall, no individual shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process. And it seems like there's no due process here. It seems like they're just going in under the guise of public safety or in my opinion, in my opinion, they're doing it out of control. Greed, corruption. That's what they're. That's what I think they're doing. It. Anybody tells you they're doing something out of your own safety is full of shit. And I have been so trained to disagree with everything nowadays. After finding out that, I mean, thankfully I didn't get it, but after finding out that the the gene therapy of 2021 didn't actually work and only made the matters worse, that masks didn't work, that lockdowns didn't work and made things much worse. Isolation has been proven through many scientific studies that isolating people is an 
absolute is a bigger health threat than anything else through all of this i've been trained like when i see when i see that guy going up there and clipping the cable of a ulis camera or a speed camera or or, or a traffic camera i cheer him on i do i really i naturally do as he as i i believe to be free and honest thinking individual i support it i'm sorry you're not my government you can suck my ass I, I see that happening on the other side of the pond, and I go, good, don't bring that shit here. Every time they cut one of those cameras, they cut one camera, I'm like, good, fuck you. They cut 200, I'm like, good, just keep doing it. Do you realize that two major nations tried to invade invaded Afghanistan in the past 40 years? Two, Russia and the United States, and both failed. Do you understand that in an environment that uh, that crazy, it's no different than the streets of London or the streets of New York or whatever? Basically, like you go in there with all your big bad tanks and all your technology and all your money, and the civilians, no matter how crazy they are, were able to hold out for just long enough for you to say, eh, I give up. The Russians went into Afghanistan and failed the americans we went into afghanistan and failed because of i mean in 20 years several different presidents several different governments several different cultures we went in there and the worst the worst pullout game in history first of all happened just a year ago it was a fucking disaster and all of our allies who worked with us on the ground they're all dead or missing most likely dead in afghanistan so if the government wants to crack down by putting emission cameras and speed cameras and traffic cameras and law enforcement cameras all over the streets of England, and then all of a sudden within a 24-hour period, they've been chopped and screwed like an old rap song, beaten to shit, missing, stolen, pointed upwards, thrown stickers over. I support it. I support that type of rebellion. I do. It, I have no problem with it. So if I'm basically like I have a thing over here. We, our in, in our state, um, on one sit one highway in particular, just one highway that goes from uh, one state through our state to another state. We have um, small planes, you know, just small planes that feed traffic to state police because people from the state below us are fucking idiots, and they go through our area and they're constantly doing like a hundred miles per hour. All right, but they're using planes. Okay, there are human. There's a human population there. There's a human there at the wheel, doing things to truly uh, protect the public. At if somebody's doing an excessive rate of speed, but it is just on that one road. All right. If it was drones, I'd have an automatically different take. I do not support. Uh, state or local law enforcement using drones to enforce traffic laws i just i do not like it i don't support it, it is the same thing as having traffic jammer uh, traffic traffic cameras 
I find it to be very dystopian. Anything in my mind that represents a dystopian society, I'm automatically against it. I don't like being told what, uh, or like being asked where, where am I, where are you off to, what are you up to, what are you doing, asking me a berated, berating me with tons of questions. I get really agitated, and the more I get agitated, the more they want to press in on me and see what I'm doing and possibly detain me. It's like, and I don't. Here's the thing: is I don't have this type of problem with law enforcement. I generally don't. But I understand that from from written history in former Soviet Union, in the former Soviet Union, and in Germany, a law enforcement person is j- just as capable of shooting a pregnant mother than they are protecting me from uh, from from imminent harm. It won't be the same cop, but it can be the same badge. And these are the things that we have to do and make sure that we, the people rebel against these things the minute they take root so that it is no longer up to our local and state law enforcement to have to, unfortunately, enforce these laws. I get that some of them want to because they like the feeling of power, but a lot of them would rather not. A lot of them just want to go and do their job and enforce policy that makes sense. But generally, like when it comes to like things like weed, weed's a ridiculous one. Nobody really wants to enforce that shit. They really don't. But obviously, because that's one thing, it, it can one false move while under the guise of that violation can lead to another violation or an actual crime. It's just not worth it. It's not worth it for the officer's safety, and it's not worth it to the civilian's well-being. So any time that I sense this type of government or state corruption or this dystopian you know, uh, Orwellian monitoring of humans just trying to be human, I'm automatically against it. I automatically rebel against it. I automatically say, fuck you, I'm not doing that. And, you know, and I always, I said to myself, "Eh, I don't know if it'll ever give to me. If I just lie low and do my thing to a, you know, and just talk on my podcast that nobody listens to and do my music reactions and do my little articles and stuff like that. Nobody's going to ever come for me for anything until two years ago when that mandate came down from old Blow Jiden telling me I got to get the shot or else. Can't fly on a plane, can't go to the grocery store, can't go down to Boston, can't, you know, go do jobs or do gigs, can't show up in public. Oh, the tables have turned because you essentially lied about all of it. And you still lie about all of it, pushing bullshit agendas. You try, you just tried it again with this, quote, new variant that... I'm sorry, living my life the way I see fit and taking the supplements and the nutrition that I see fit based on research that I've done has proven more fruitful than anything that has come down from your Orwellian, diverse... Uh, bullshit. I don't. I don't. I don't believe anything you say. Do I believe that climate change is a thing? Yeah, to some degree. But honestly, I can't get to the root of the problem of solving things like climate change while you're stuffing other shit down our throat. That only clouds the issue. That only makes me want to rebel more against it. I've done. I do so much to reduce my my footprint by. Turning down, I mean, reducing all of my power consumption within my environment, um, staying close to my workplaces, you know, and the amount of my my overall food waste, 
my carbon emissions, all of that. I'm very, very low. I'm actually so low, you can't even fucking register me. While they're burning tires in Africa and fucking coal in China. Literally, when it comes to carbon emissions, I'm non-existent. I'm non-existent. People, but then like the experts are like, oh well, if you add all of it up, it's quite. It's like, yeah, maybe, possibly. Okay, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I am not a health expert. I don't work for Pfizer. I'm not a fucking you know endocrinologist i'm not any of these things that's certified by i'm not i'm not series 7 investment savvy i'm not any of those things but yet i am smart enough to know when that the expert who is talking to me is when they're completely full of shit and the only thing i have to do is just say no thank you no thank you i'm not interested in what you have to say because it seems like everything that i've done without listening to you or listening to something that's in direct contradiction of what you say, it seems like it's working better for me not listening to you. And then, on top of that, when I go to seek those questions out, they get censored or I get told to stop asking questions. That only makes me want to rebel even more. So it makes me ask the question, why are you putting up these cameras? What is your true agenda of putting up these cameras? Why would you do that to working class who just need four wheels and a, st- and, 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 a, and, a, and a transmission to get where they need to go in order to keep the city running? What are you trying to do here? Is London a cleaner place because of, of what you're doing? Is London a safer place because of what you're doing? Is London a friendlier place because of what you're doing? That's the, are the things that you're doing actually making London a better environment? I don't believe so. Paris is a dump. London is a dump. Berlin is a dump. New York is a dump. Fucking Los Angeles is a shithole. San Francisco is a shithole. All these things that you do in these major metropolitan areas that you think under the guise of public safety, under the guise of the cleaner environment, under the guise of climate change, under the guise of diversity and equity and inclusion, none of it's working. Gun safety, none of it's working. Nothing you do is working. The only thing that works is the power of the individual. If you take away the right of the individual, the whole system, as you know it, collapses. The only thing that needs to be split up is society should be capitalist. The government is not supposed to be. The government is just to protect the rights of the individual. Okay? The biggest problem that I thought my our forefathers uh, didn't see coming was the invention of the stock market and how that could corrupt the government. Okay? Because there was no stock market when the Bill of Rights was created, when the Constitution was created. There was no common shares holdings. There was only private uh, uh, investment. But then you realize it's like, oh, as a governor or as a senator or as a House of Representatives politician or as a president, I can hold shares uh, in this company. And if I make this decision in that favors company, my shares go up and I make lots of money. It's like, "Mm, that was the one thing that I think my forefathers didn't realize was coming. Everything else they were pretty on point about, be perfectly honest with you. Um, we're at 34 minutes. Let's go ahead and move on to some dig Q&A. By the way, if you want to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount's appreciated. Uh, but most likely, just go ahead and use the uh, the Weeble app. Um, get free stocks when you sign up using the affiliate link down below. 
really can't go wrong with that at all. And you're not beholden to those stocks. You can sell them and you can use just the cash management or you can move on to another stock and start your own portfolio, how you decide. Uh, let's go ahead and finish up a few Q&As. <clears throat> Let me get that camera up here. Here we go. I'm a happily married man with two awesome kids. My high school girlfriend, Lisa, has recently got in contact with me and dropped a bombshell. Can she confess that, unbeknownst to me, I got her pregnant 20 years ago when we were teenagers and my mother bribed her to have an abortion? I no longer have contact with my mother, but this type of controlling behavior is very characteristic of her. Lisa, who is childless and unmarried now, has lots of has a lot of regrets of, about the abortion and that requested that I father another child with her to replace the one she lost then. Okay. Well, she I understand the the yeah, the the regrets about having the abortion. I, I get it. Let's move on here. I realize this is an extremely unorthodox request, but I feel very badly about what my mother's toxic behavior put Lisa through. I can just picture Lisa coming to my mother to ask for help and my mother verbally berating her into submission. I asked my wife for her thoughts on the idea and she angrily shot it down and said it would be cheating. <laughs> to be clear, I get that extramarital sex is literally the definition of cheating. Yes, it is. It is the exact definition of cheating. But this scenario is kind of different. No, it's not, because I'd be the only one doing it. Because I'd only be doing it to help Lisa. Hmm. Can it be really technically be considered cheating if, if it's for an altruistic reason? Yeah, altruistic cheating. I can. I'm considered. I'm considering going ahead with it despite my wife's objections. Do you think I'm justified to do so, or is my wife correct that this would be cheating? If I go ahead with it, should I tell my wife I'm doing it despite her objections, or just leave her? leave her out of it entirely. I realize there's no way to make everyone happy here, but I'm just trying to do the right thing. <sighs> there is a thing called artificial insemination. If this person is truly trying to have a child, at the end of the day, it was her decision. I get that she was 20 years. Maybe she was really young before her brain fully developed. Um, it is sad. But at the end of the day, she's unmarried, so a child is coming into this world without a father. Well, let's focus on your family, okay? You're a married man with two kids, and you want to go and impregnate another woman by having sex with them. You want to, black and white, you want to cheat. For whatever reason, you want to cheat. If she, if your wife, think about it the other way. If your wife went and did this, there would be war. This is an absolute no fucking brainer, black and white scenario. Black and white scenario. You absolutely do not, under any circumstances, go through with this. The very fact that you said to your wife, "Hey, I'm thinking about fucking this broad I knew from 20 years ago to get her pregnant," literally could end your marriage right there before you even go through with the act. You need to backpedal to the point where the chain falls off the bike. Let's move on to the next one. <clears throat> I graduated my PhD two years ago. My friends have been asking me nonstop to come for a visit. However, every time I visit, I just they just want to go bar hopping, something I'm not a fan of. That's fair. Now they're saying if I come visit, they will want to do something. They will do something I want, as long as there is a low risk of getting sick, injured, or killed. They said no to roller coasters and skydiving. I found an option to go cage diving with great white sharks. No scuba certification required. Would I be wrong just to tell them they were going whale watching and once the shore is out of sight, tell them they were actually going diving with sharks? 
why do you gotta lie to people? Why does everybody gotta bait and switch things? Can't you just be honest, be like, listen, I'm not into this, I'm not into that. I'd like to just go do this. If you wanted to hang out, I'd be more than happy to do that. Um, whatever happened to just like hanging out, going to the dinner, going to see a game or a concert, going to a movie, going to the beach. You know, you don't have to freaking go swimming with great white sharks and you don't have to go get shit-faced at McGillicuddy's. Why can't people just be honest with one another? It gets right to the point and it helps resolve differences much quicker. Fucking sharks, idiot. Move on to the next one. I have an employee who is constantly overbearing and frequently steps out of line in regards to privacy and personal space. She mistakenly sent me a text where she was revealing to a family member who works at a medical office where I was obtaining medical services and describing my car and what state my tags were from. This shook me considering it's a private medical treatment at at stake and I have no idea what else has been discussed without my knowledge. How can I professionally say you've gone too far and my medical treatments are off limits for discussion? This should be a given and just plain common sense, but there seems to be no bounds regarding her nosy antics. That's actually against the law. Um, That is a HIPAA violation. I don't know if it's against the law, but it is a HIPAA violation. Hospitals get fined thousands of dollars every time there is a known... HIPAA violation. That is far out, 100%, a HIPAA violation, um, an invasion of privacy, and it is a flat out, it's a fireable offense. So you could call, you could literally call HIPAA and call the hospital that you went to and say, this took place, this person said this, and just fucking actions have consequences. And this person should automatically be uh, discharged. And it would be legitimately backable so if she decided to sue be like this is why we fired her she committed a hipaa offense knowingly not the door she goes let's do one more my husband of 14 years have ha- has had three affairs well he's on a roll that i'm aware of anyway he's 67 i'm 61 and i'm his fourth wife i've been talking about this with a psychologist and she advised me to accept his infidelity and set boundaries for example hey he can't communicate with his girlfriends while he's at home my husband is a dentist and my therapist says that they're most narcissistic of all professions so dentist wives just need to understand their personality traits i've seen this quality in him for years but i'm not sure how long i should accept it she says that because of my age i should just continue in the marriage yes we're old but my heart hurts complicating matters is that i don't have any children of my own and that his kids and grandkids are my world but i'm incredibly astounded by his by this advice is there a valid reason to just look the other way um yeah i get that you're old uh i personally wouldn't put up with it you know the, the, the very thing that shakes the foundation of a relationship is the very thing that he's doing, and he's done it on a number of occasions, notably. And maybe you do have to accept it and just move on with your life, but he's been married. This is his fourth marriage. I mean, on his third marriage, maybe that should have been a red flag to you. Um, I hope that you're suiting his needs, though. Here's the thing, like... If you're not screwing him, then somebody else is gonna. So if that's the case, you need to kind of take charge of the situation and remedy it. But it's not something you should put up with if you're doing everything you're supposed to. So uh, We're at about 42 minutes. We're going to go ahead and close up shop for this uh, 
Happy Sunday. I'm going to go take Tayus to the park. He deserves it. He's been a very good boy all morning. If you have questions, concerns, or comments, you can email me directly through my website, positivesarcasm.com, uh, Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. Use the Weeble app. Get some free stocks. You're welcome. Uh, and, of course, if you want to email me directly, positivesarcasm at outlook.com. Uh, video version of this podcast is available on Rumble, rumble.com, positive sarcasm, and available audio version anywhere where podcasts are available. So, in the meantime, uh, thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I'll check in on you all next week. Keep smashing those cameras, Britain. Recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation. Yeah.